statuesque. It was the only word to adequately describe the sleek beauty of the tall brunette. Although a multitude of attractive young women frolicked around the poolside, displaying varying amounts of curvaceous flesh, she alone had the power to rivet the eye. She wasn't as voluptuous as some, nor was the teal-blue bikini she wore as bare as many others. What attracted the eye went further than the perfectly proportioned build and smooth, golden-tanned skin. It was in the grace of her slightest movement, in the fluidity of her composed walk, in the very poise and serenity with which she surveyed the scene she had come upon. She was as stunning and lithe as a panther, mused one of the men who watched her, and the thought struck him that, like the discreetly moving panther, she was seeking prey with slow, confident deliberation. He almost laughed aloud at his own thought. With the flick of a finger, this one could draw the male of the species to her without ever needing to seek anything. He could easily imagine half the men around him swarming to her feet on their knees as if she were a queen bee. He sat back comfortably in the lounge chair, unaware that he was her male counterpart, and that the majority of the females taking the three-day cruise, from the giggling teenagers to the graying, plump matrons, had already created romantic fantasies in their minds with him in the starring role. Drake O'Hara was the perfect picture of man at his very best. Black Irish, they would have called him in the land of his forebears, and like the Spaniards of the lost armada who had been wrecked upon the Emerald Isle, he was dark, his hair a shade deeper than India ink, his eyes a deep, arresting brown. His complexion tanned easily to a golden copper, and when he smiled, an act that could be charming or chilling, depending on his motive, his straight white teeth were almost startling against the backdrop of his skin and the neat black mustache that framed lips that could either be full and sensuous or grim and tight. He had inherited his coloring from the Spaniards, his fiery temper from the Irish. Fortunately, he was also capable of learned control and diplomacy, traits he liked to think he inherited from his American mother. Drake was giving no thoughts to his own ancestry at the moment. Beneath the shadow of misty glasses, his dark eyes were fixed contemplatively on the brunette. Her poise, he decided, was helped along by her bone structure. Her face was an exquisite oval, the cheekbones high, the hollows classic, the eyes, set beneath slender arched brows, large, thick-lashed, and almost shockingly blue. Her classic nose fit her classic face, small and aquiline. Only her lips offset the marble coolness of her untouchable beauty. They were too full for severity, too sensuously shaped for innocence. Yet the chin beneath them was determined, and on second speculation, those magnificent blue eyes were hard crystal gems. Hmm, hard but something else— If she didn't seem such a bastion of icy reserve, Drake mused, he would think of that something else as tragic. It was with a bit of surprise that Drake realized she was returning his assessing surveillance. Well aware that she knew he watched her, he made no attempt to avert his eyes. Nor did she. 
He knew too well that she studied him with the same thoroughness to which he had subjected her. What he didn't know was that she watched him with a wrenching pain. Long ago, in a different lifetime, she had loved a man as magnificent as he, a man of indomitable strength, of pride and arrogance that were uniquely gifts of birth, broad in the shoulders and chest, ruggedly trim in the hips and legs, tightly sinewed, muscle-coiled rather than muscle-bound. Long, long ago, so agonizingly long ago, such a man had been hers by right. Now, nothing could be right again.